0: My name is Brian Wallace. I serve on the staff of Pittsburgh Presbyterians, one of the associate ministers, joined today by our director of justice ministries, Ralph Lowe. Uh, and we're sitting here today because it has been a week for our country and for our city. Uh, in the midst of a global pandemic, we have had social unrest. We had the murder of a black man caught live and broadcast around the world. Uh, we have seen protests. We have seen rioting. We have seen speeches. We have seen so much has happened. And I know for me, I am tired, I am stressed, and I don't even know what to do. And I am a white man who lives in the suburbs in a very comfortable space. And uh, part of what I think is important is, even before we go on, what has this week been like for you? As an African-American man, a father, a son, go. Uh,
1: thank you, uh, it's, been, it's been tough. It's been very hard uh, as, a, as a father black father, um, husband. um, It's been so hard. I I can't even find the words sometimes to really articulate how difficult it's been. Uh, I run the gamut of emotions daily, sometimes hourly or by minute. Uh, But it's been truly truly hard, Brian. It's been truly hard.
0: I remember, so prior to this, I served a wonderful congregation in North Hills. And any time we had one of these incidents, I would just feel stuck and paralyzed, right? Because you want to say something, you know you need to say something, but you also don't want to be misheard. And race is such a volatile topic. And you see that volatility, right? I mean, this happened last week, and already we're seeing traditional political divisions emerging about rioting and race and the whole thing. And, and I know for me, as a pastor, this like stuck feeling is, is just, what do you do? And as I was thinking about that this week, like one of the things that really came to me is what has helped me so much in situations like this has been to reach out to my friends who are persons of color and say, kind of in the midst of this, how you doing? But also what's really helped me understand better what's going on, because I just don't get it. Like I I don't get it. I get it more than I used to, but I still don't get it. Um, Tell me about your experiences where you've experienced, you know, racism, bias, whatever people want to call it. but I think there's a very fair question, like how does
1: it feel like for you? So for me, I would say if it was a friend like you who came to me and asked me that question, I would welcome it. I would tell you about my experiences uh, as, a, as a, a black man in this country um, of racism and oppression. But if you're a stranger who yeah. comes to me and asks me that question, I would kind of look at you sideways and, and think, why are you asking me this question? Because I want to be clear, Brian, it's, it's not, the obligation of people of color to teach right. people who are not of color about racism. Um, it, I think it's great uh, to, if you have the relationships, to ask those important questions, to get those experiences, but it's not the people of color's job to, to teach that. Right. So when we were talking about this and brainstorming, mm-hmm. our yep.
0: first action point was, hey, if it, whoever you are, actually no matter what color you are at this yeah. point, mm-hmm. Call a person of color mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, how you doing?" Mm-hmm. And then we realized, for a lot of the people yes. listening, they may not have someone to call. That's right, very true. And it may be because of where they live and yeah. where they've worked, yeah. right? For a number of things. But, but, but I think if we have one message for people, yeah. like part of what we've been entrusted with is a ministry of reconciliation. And if you're watching this, I would encourage you: if you have a friend who is a person of color who there's trust, reach out to them mm-hmm. and say, "What's this week this week been like for you?" Pray for them. I mean, yes, pray for all of us, but especially for our friends who are persons of color. Knowing that some people watching don't have somebody who they have that trust with. That's right. We've decided that in an accompanying piece that we're going to post, you and I are going to have one of those conversations. Yeah. Which are not always easy. They are not. Even easy. as or when there is a lot of trust. Yes. It's not always easy. So, because people need, like, this is an understanding problem, and the only way that we move beyond the division is when we better understand. That's right. And when you begin to understand better, that's when that ministry of reconciliation that the right. disciples of Christ were called to. Yes. It's not optional. Yes, right? it's, it's not, not optional. It's not like Jesus forgives you and be reconciled to one another if you want. It's like we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so that's our hope. That is our hope. Um, that, that just in a little way, by kind of modeling that and having one of those conversations and letting you all listen in, you can get a better sense of kind of how, you, how we can approach these things so that this constant division we're seeing can be lessened at least in one little way
1: here in our city. Yes, and I I just want to reiterate that I I get it. I get you feel stuck as people who want to help, but just don't know how. So I hope in our dialogue and our conversation, this will help you to become unstuck and to move to act uh, in this world that we have, uh, this beautiful creation that we have from God, so we can make it a better place, so thanks.